you look just like my ex. Hey, you up? DTF. Um, kinda out of your league, but thanks for the swipe. No thanks, ugly. I wasn't interested anyway. Where are you? You up? Thanks for the swipe. Whatever. Um, height mate, please. I'm kinda out of your league, but... Dating up disasters. What up, motherfuckers? Y'all know who it is. The real deal. Feel the thrill. Back again for another episode of Dating Up Disasters. Woo! We had enough of just me. We had to get a guest back. Yeah, yeah. We did it. We did a solo one on one. We really got deep into some real stuff. But now, now it's time to keep it a little light. You know what I mean? I miss talking <laughs> shit to you. Showed you a little too much respect last week. So All let's, right, uh, relax, let's just relax. get back. Let's get Hello, back to everybody. Our, ready to get back to our brand. What's up, Rach? Hi, buddy. You want to introduce the guest today? Yeah, we got Julio Diaz. Hell yeah. Thank y'all for having with me. With his wonderful cloud hoodie. The Julio Diaz. Appreciate you. You think the, like there's no you others might, in the world? Well, I'm sure he's Spanish, so it's probably about 17 million Julio Diaz. But uh, there's only one Julio Diaz. So, you know. Puerto Rican or Dominican? Dominican. Dominican. Okay. Nice. You know, I live in the Heights. I know all your cousins. Oh, yeah. And Mofungo, all them niggas. <laughs> you got a Dominican spot right here on your corner. I know. I eat there all the time. It's great. Yeah. Try it out. I don't like Mofungo, though. I don't either. No, why not? No, it's Because like, it's like gelatin. And, and then like je- that gelatin shit, they're like Wiggles is like jello with me. Wait, am I thinking of something else? Nah. It, yeah. Am I thinking but of stuff with the though? potatoes What's and the co- layers of like food and sausage and it's basically like fried plantains and then they like I don't want to be too specific because I don't know, but I know it's fried What do you plantains. mean? How do you don't know what your people <laughs> eat? What do you mean? He's like, I know for a fact there's fried plantains and then they like they sometimes they put chicken and shit. But, but don't they really like dry. isn't it like in a little mound on a yes. plate? And it's I thought it was like gelatin. I thought it was kind of like You gotta use the sauce it comes with. Uh, you have to. Which is called what? Um, the sauce on the side. I'm gonna Not need the you. Sauce on I'm the gonna s- need you to go downstairs and hang out at the restaurant for a little bit, and then the come on back. Sauce on the side. <laughs> Gotta be the worst Dominican I've ever met. No, I think Ozzy that works with us is probably the worst. Ozzy could have named every ingredient in fucking Mofongo. I will <laughs> tell you that true, much. That is funny. So wait, did you grow up in New York? I grew up in Brooklyn. Oh. Southside. So you was like outnumbered. That's because that's Jamaican territory, right? Nah. So in, in Williamsburg, it was like the South Side, North Side, South Side. Honestly, like a lot of Dominicans, a lot of Puerto Ricans, and then on the around the J train lines, that's where like Hasidic Jewish area started. Mm-hmm. But nah, there was a lot of us. There Wait was a, a minute. Lot of so I think you need to take him home with you today to give him a little culture about his people. Yeah. Oh, you can come to the Heights. They love you know they love you. <laughs> probably the you know what the Heights and like the Bronx is to us is like. Old school New York. It still hasn't yeah. really been like some yep. areas. You really feel like you're back in the '90s, '70s. Oh no, it's people. dangerous. It <laughs> yeah. is real dangerous. I I enjoy it, but it's it's crazy as shit. I didn't even know that. So, damn Brooklyn. Where was I at in Brooklyn? Oh, I had a thought. It's leaving me. It's leaving me. What? Were you used to live in Brooklyn? No. I, well, of course, I've lived everywhere. I was homeless. So wherever I dropped my shoes <laughs> for the evening, that's where I lived. <laughs> oh but no, um, no. Ah, fuck. I had a good thought about about Spanish and. It'll come back to me. But anyway, but no, okay, Brooklyn's cool. So, oh, this is what I want to ask. Williamsburg, it hasn't always been white, gentrified. It used to be like a dangerous no. area. Yeah, hell yeah. Like back in um, the 70s. So here's the thing, right? Back in the 70s, it was so bad that if somebody just didn't want the building, sometimes all you had to have was like good credit and they'll give it to you, the bank would. Mm-hmm. Or some people bought properties for like a dollar, $13. It like was crazy, crazy yes. So you never heard the song with Jay-Z where he goes with the Dumbo and the... Well, he says he's like dumb, Dumbo. Dumbo, yeah. Yeah, because he didn't fucking invest when he should have. Got you. But see, that's the thing, because sometimes like Williamsburg is new. Williamsburg wasn't even like a real place back in the day. Oh, no, it was. It just was... Totally it, was, it was called Williamsburg. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And it had like a whole different... That's why I say Southside. Like, if you grew up there, you say it like that. A lot of people like, you know, because I say it with this... But I'm like, no, nah, it really used to be bad. I'm yeah. not even front like... It's like Northside was like a lot of Polish, older Italians and stuff like that in mm-hmm. Greenpoint. And then I feel like gentrification started there because it was close to the Bedford L. Gotcha. And then it spread out. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Like Damn. early 2008, eight nine. that's when you really started seeing some change. By the time you hit 2012, it happened so fast, you wasn't even used. Like, right. it doesn't hit you. But like 2005, Williamsburg was gutter. Yeah, hell yeah. It was really bad, like 2005. I mean, Young Jeezy shot a video on my block, swear to God. Like, that's, <laughs> in Williamsburg. He shot um, Soul Survivor in the South Side, swear really? to God. Really? Yes, hell yeah. So I know we talk a lot of shit about gentrification, but would you rather it still be that way, or do you 
would you rather it how it is now? Yo, so I make jokes about it, but in all honesty, it's out of my control. Like you just gotta get with it. There's no way of like change is inevitable, it. and yeah, mm-hmm. right. And everything had is good. Everything had is bad. Do I feel safe for sure? But it's like, how safe is it really? Like things don't have to be violent for it to be a bad neighborhood. Mm. Yeah, there's more drugs now. There's more like the the cost of living is crazy. That should'll kill you. Yeah. You feel <laughs> me? Like food. Like you could mm-hmm. try to heat. They don't even t- trust me. I was just in Williamsburg and I was disgusted with Habibi. I walked in there. I was like, yo, let me get a sandwich. I pulled out the EBT, and this man was like, we don't take EBT. What you mean you don't take? They so rich. They don't even got welfare. You can't buy nothing over here with your little po money. I was like, get me back to the heights, baby. (laughs) If you go to, hey, Aki, and the first person of the heights, Aki let you buy weed with your EBT. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, I was about to say this. You want everyone on the podcast letting know you got your EBT card? Jesus Christ. Well, first of all, no, no. My EBT checks out, baby. My funds match the EBT. I am allowed to, I'm, I don't make enough money. I should be getting it. But I'm not. <laughs> but I was like, no, I ain't doing that illegal. If you check my bank statement, we're like, nigga, we can give you some more money. But well, I will tell you this. Yeah, I shouldn't be saying that because I'm telling you, I've, I've, the one thing, like, the nice ones are like, no hot food, which was what I, but then you start going to these hood spots and they're like, whatever you want. They, they just, they like, they like the money. They don't give a shit. And I'm like, wow, I like how you do business. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Buying weed with the stamps? Come on, swipe me. What? I'm going to get a zip. <laughs> on the what second, I'm going to get a zip. Ta- you didn't know that? What? Because you know it's just a machine. So it's up to the integrity of the store owner to say only cold food. But if you're money hungry or you behind on your bills, they don't know. Because and now, that, now that's the thing. You, you get, can buy weed? Not at all of them. But if they're a dirty motherfucker, like, not saying they're dirty. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> But I'm just saying, if you, like, don't give a fuck about what the government says, and you're like, this is money. I'm not going to miss out on any money. They'll let you do, yeah, it's just up to them. Because if they, the well, government comes like, if they, if they audited, audit, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. How, well, I, that's what my last place in Harlem, I used to get uh, chopped cheeses on mine. And they was like, buddy, we have to stop. We got caught. $5,000 fine. Oh, yeah. Wow. For doing hot food. So I can't imagine what you get for selling weed on the EBT. That's probably oh jail time. Oh, my God. But I'm going to keep going to it. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, that's that ain't my problem. Yo, that's their shit. They yeah. the ones that gotta say no. Yeah, to yeah. They the one that typed it in as eggs, bacon, and cheese, and then forty bucks. I came out with some weed. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's my shit. I love the heights, man. I love anywhere where there's a lot of minorities. And they smart. What they do is they open up. It's all, they're all cousins. Everybody that owns stores yeah, now is it's all, all family, cousins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they open up in different locations. They either call it smoke shop, deli, whatever. And then when shit starts going bad. They'll just open up somewhere else. And they'll mm, keep moving up. the cousins around. You can never find them. Yeah, because it ain't in their name, no way. Facts. Some bullshit LLC they it's, made. It's like the biggest cousin. He's not living in the country. Yeah. And they'll never find yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. niggas in Syria. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they're, they're getting paid like if they don't... You know they own it. You know their family. But to the on paper, you're, it's like, no, I don't... That's, well, I don't read Arabic, so right. I don't have a fucking clue who this is. Yeah, the person yeah. working at the counter is some guy that's going to pay cash. He's yeah. not related. You oh, can't yeah. prove Always it. under the table. So before we get into all your fun dating stories, mm-hmm. I saw an interesting interview today with Erica Badu. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, it was on The Breakfast Club. And I think we all thought like she kind of wanted to have three baby daddies, but she didn't. It well, was maybe not Does he planned. know that she has three baby daddies? Huh? Do you know she has three? I know she got one with Andre. That's what I said. But and I didn't know Common, she had three. I believe, and then I don't know who the third one is. Wow. Okay. Probably way before even Andre, right? And it brought up an interesting point because I, she talked about like no one plans to have three baby daddies, right? You all plan, you fall in love, and it's amazing, and you fall in love enough to procreate, but no one ever teaches you how to be a mate, and people don't work to keep that alive. And I was asking Phil before we started. Do you think we should have some type of third party? Because I don't know how you grew up. I didn't have a good example in childhood of how to have a relationship. Like, it was chaos in my house. And I think Phil agrees. It was the same for him. Yeah, like, should a third well. party come in and teach kids how to have relationships? Um, Is that weird? She, when she says third party. She said maybe they should put a therapist in Yeah, school. like a therapist in school or, like, have some type of maybe a relationship class. Of like how you're supposed to be. Why? So the teacher can go and touch all the kids. <laughs> uh-uh. You just gotta go. I'm just with saying. It every I time. You gotta go all these niggas is pedos. All these niggas is pedos. What? Why you want to teach kids about relationships? We trying to groom them? You pervert. Fact. <laughs> That's a fact. Like if you were a parent, would you have a would you have a hard time with that? It depends on how they broke it down. If it was just purely a relationship, like 
two people trying to have an intimate relationship, I would probably be like, nah, maybe in their teens. But if it was relationship in general, like a friendship, um, like different types of relationships, I would have no problem with that, like teaching a kid boundaries maybe. Mm-hmm. How does that make you feel? Would you like it if you did it to somebody? A little shit like that. But I feel like maybe around like the teens, high school. Yeah, I think middle school is too young. You think, you yeah. think, you think, you think so around the same time, you're getting sex education, you should get relationship education. I think that would be great. Because yeah. I feel like high school people did a lot of damage to each other. Yeah. And it was just purely based on they were both just winging sexually it. and they didn't know how to really communicate. Right. Think of all the goofy like high school relationships where you don't even know how to communicate with each right. other. You talk to each other, you just be weird. That's called being an adolescent and it doesn't yeah. no, I don't give a fuck how many therapists you got. Only time teaches you how to do that. Only right. rejection and fucking trial and error. Okay, that didn't work. So next time I talk to the girl, maybe I won't just look at her boobs the whole time. There ain't no therapist teaching that. That's that's sure. what that's what adolescence is. It's the time to learn. It's always going to be awkward because you don't know shit. And even if you have an adult, yeah, but you could make it less you, awkward. No, you can't because even if adults telling don't you, know. don't look at her boobs. Just talk about what you want. Well, we if don't got to go straight to, girl, to like sexual harassment. I'm just saying, like, it ain't sexual harassment. Every child at in the age of seven or eight, when you start getting boobs, you like. You know, Tarika got some titties on her. I mean, I'm talking about you at, at a young <laughs> age, though. Elementary school, you're like... Porno, Gee. really, like, this generation is so affected by porn. I've knew, I knew about sexual stuff since, like, really young just because of porno. Mm-hmm. My parents didn't know you had yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So they can't talk to you about, like, things that you're thinking about at such a young age. And like, the things they're talking to you about because they think that's the level you're on, you pass that in kindergarten. You're like, right. kissing? I'm trying to figure out what a hand job is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> if it's the truth, it's what I'm saying. Because we had sex ed, and I remember as a kid, sex ed was like it really, it was w- not weird, but a lot of it's parents, clinical. a lot of parents yeah. had problems with it. And as really a kid, clinical. I understand. I was like, it's just like another class or teaching. Yeah. But now that I'm an adult, it would be who is teaching my kids sex ed? Because number one, like I said, there are so many perverts, and you don't know. Some of these motherfuckers might be getting off saying sexual terms to these little children. I don't know. So it all depends on the messenger, and also I think that should be handled in the home because I'll. But what I'll, if it's not? That's the problem. But the thing is, if that's not being handled, home, it's probably a lot of other stuff. It's not going to change anything whether somebody's talking to them about sex or not. They're they're lacking in more than just sex in the home because any good parent. At a certain age, they're like, they're going to start having little discussions, even if it ain't full-blown sex. I never got anything, dude. I never, I was like completely thrown to the wolves. I literally so, never had no offense, one talk That just ever. sounds like horrible parenting, so we can't yeah, say the school. Yeah, but I'm but that saying. Was the house, because even my family, like my mom, I feel like it was too early, but still went early enough because I was already watching porn when she asked me. Right. But I was in second grade, and I was like, why would she even think? Because I didn't realize that she had caught me looking at Taxi cab confessions on HBO <laughs> in my room. I didn't realize she was right. she had peeked in, and so she was like, "What do you think sex is?" And I was saying, "I was like, so when you get naked and you roll around." And she was like, "She was like completely inaccurate." <laughs> but again, you know what I mean? As a kid, I'm like, "Nigga, I know what sex is." The right. Next, you know what I mean? So it wouldn't have mattered yeah, if I, I had a school sex counselor. Sex education. I'm talking about like how to handle conflict. Like but how but you don't like let's say, okay, because I grew up in a household where it was chaos all the time, screaming, fighting. If I knew there was another way, I might have been a little less lost in all the relationships that I've had up until this point. Because I don't feel like it's like now where I'm at is like I'm starting to get it. But right. I so, think I think honestly. There's no better teacher than time and loss. I think when we lose people, and it isn't until you, you start losing people because of what you did, not because somebody that, hurt you. That's what the old folks say. No, it's because you know that you violated somebody. That's when you, you but hit what it, like, you a certain But you wouldn't wish to have avoided some of the mistakes you that can, you've made? But you, you can. can. Like, even, I'm like, not saying honestly, you can avoid everything. But everybody, that's what that's what the oldest sayings in the life is sometimes the yeah. best teacher, but it's also the most unforgiving teacher. Because sure. the thing is, it's, it's like you see with kids, you can tell a kid the stove is hot four times, Just but I was a kid, it. I gotta touch that motherfucker, because yeah. I don't believe how hot it is. How mm-hmm. hot it is, I know what hot is, until right. the skin is gone, and guess what, you never relive the mistake, right. because it was that big of a teacher. Certain lessons you can avert by somebody saying, and it also depends on the person you tell. Some kids are very, oh my God, my mom said this, I was a renegade. So you can say, well, you talk until you fe- blew in the face. Yeah. I got to see what it's like on my own because I don't believe that you can handle what I can handle. Oh, my God, you can, but it's too late now. That's, that's it. So it's like, that's what I'm saying. Adolescence, that's what adolescence is. It's the trial and error because that's, 
And again, no offense, your parents seem like they they were lacking, but as chaotic as my family was, they, that was never. I knew what it was supposed to look like. My mom would pull me aside. I was like, "That's not how you talk to people. You don't have to yell." Mm. To but just because she said that, that's why I was that saying, "Do as I say, not as I do." Mm. You know, it's like you you got two wolves in your body, and whichever one you feed is the one that's gonna come out. So if I if I know it's right, but I see you getting your ass beat every day, which I did not, my dad never beat. But I'm just saying, if yeah. somebody's telling you that ain't right, that ain't right, but you see your mom getting her ass whooped every day in your head, it's like, but that's still how it's gonna be because as you took it. Yeah. So if it's that so bad, why would you leave? That's the that you know what I mean. It's like I don't know. I think I think there's something to what she's saying. I think is it's 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 good to see another way. Right. Right. So like, like, let's take it. If you grew up poor, like it helped me a little bit. So I was like the poor kid in school and I was in a really rich school in Long Island. And I think that motivated me because I was like, oh, shit, I don't have to be poor. I can actually be living like them. So that make me made me work harder. That is a fact. And so, like, I just think sometimes it's good to have another way, another, like, vision of, like, okay, it's not just, like, how it is in my household. Like, mm-hmm. some people can actually have functioning, normal relationships. You but know that, what I mean? I know exactly, but that's, but that's like, that's any impressionable mind. It's like, it's, it's your atmosphere, like, your environment determines a lot of how you're going to be. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, I grew up in rich schools. I knew I wasn't as rich as the other kids, but it's... Yeah, it's, it's it's one of those things. Is is it'll never change. I don't think it's going to be one of those things. That's that's a tough thing, because the environment plays. Because that's what you're around the most. You're only in school eight hours a day. Yeah, there's 24 hours in a day. But they teach such useless shit. That's like that how they never change. No, I know, but like <laughs> just the financial literacy. I think I think they don't teach that to keep everyone in debt. But that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. It keeps the cycle going. The one percent mm. to stay rich. If everybody knew how to get money, the value of the dollar goes down. That's a fact. I really think school is all about. Molding people into getting used to this nine to five, eight to cookie five. cutter cut out. This is what society's supposed to do, and yeah. that's why our generation is such a phenomenon to these older generations. And they're talking about uh, unemployment is through the roof, but the money isn't because our generation, our parents were taught you go to college, and that's if you're fortunate. But you finish high school if you're fortunate, yeah. then you start working, you work a miserable job for thirty years, you have a family, and then you retire and you die. And our generation is like. Ain't no fucking way I'm about to do this every day for 30 <laughs> years not. working for this clown. <laughs> like, we don't so, even think like that. My dad was like, I, I I was working for sanitation. I lost my job. But I fucked up. Like, I, I, remember when, I remember when I first met you, you were yeah, working was, for sanitation. That was a good hard. job. I know. And I fucked up. I smoked and I, I fucked up. Yeah. But long but story. But do you regret it now? Them niggas smoke nah. crack. That's what because I'm Because I was going to leave regardless yeah. when the time but came. But on your terms, you want to. But on my terms, and I, I fucked it up. And um, But my father was like, you're an idiot. You could have retired at like 49, 50, and then you could have did comedy. I'm like, no. no. And been, what, doing mics at 60? No, I ain't bearing ribs, nigga. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a shot. <laughs> I came in Poor shooting guy. right there. I'm Poor sorry. Guy. He ain't very he real podcast. Nigga. He's fine. Podcast. Yeah. I got a cassette player the other day. <laughs> oh my oh, god. So you dating? Are you in a relationship? What's your What's your status? I'm in a relationship. Are you okay? Yeah. So before you were in a relationship, like did you you didn't meet her through an app, right? We've had a lot of guests that have met. There. I can't do that app shit. I'm not. I was never good at like describing myself on or apps. talking through them, bro. Every time they ask me like, "Who are you?" I'm like, "If I knew that shit, I would do this in person." Bro. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm still trying to figure my shit out. But people are good at that online, like selling themselves. Yeah, because they're awful in real life. Right. Do you think right. do you think you're socially awkward or just it was just an online thing? In person I can be depending on my mood if I want to give in to being socially awkward. But if I want to just be in control of myself and just like be cool, then I can be as confident as I want to be. Okay. But online I could just not do it. I cannot like I'm you could have had born. Phil help you. No, well, here's the thing. I, but, I'm, I'm with you on, but I'm with you on that. Like, uh, I feel like when I, somebody, I get to know somebody, then... That's what I was about to say. Once you meet me in real life, right. you can text me and fall in love. But right. just okay. talking... It's the truth. Just on on the because you don't know my sense of humor, you read the and you don't know different. my and you don't know my tone. Right, you right. don't know how I talk. So once you meet me, you're like this fool's a clown. So anything right. I text, you put with in your head is already kind of like jokey. Right. But when just the way I text, 
with no punctuation right. and shit. It's just but like, it yeah, bitch, come suck some dick. Oh and they're like, god. whoa. Oh my god. <laughs> just... But y'all have a benefit. Okay. This is where this is where men are <laughs> so ridiculous. Like women comics, right? Female comics, mm-hmm. if they put that shit in their profile, they're not getting any matches. But if you guys put that in your profile, what? you're getting comic? You guys can put your comedian in it. No, it works in your favor. No, it doesn't. No, it really? doesn't. Because the first person you like get women love the first thing you get comics. make me laugh. I was like, seriously. I can't. That's the, when you put a comedian in your dating app, it's like either make me laugh. Is that your real job, or are you really funny? And I'm like, yeah, I'm really funny. All right, so say something funny. Get the. So fuck I've out already of told you because if I, if you don't know me through a text message, you're not even gonna understand what I'm saying. But to me, to do bombing over a text would be worse than Yo, bombing in real life. <laughs> I've had one girl. She was she was so bad this is like a high school and i'll never forget it so i'm i'm very genuine if you're telling me you're gonna do something i'll ask okay so this girl was like oh i'm about to go to a library so i asked i'm like oh what you about to get from the library like what book this and that yo she never wrote back <gasps> and i'm like whatever but the way i said it to my friend and the way he said it back to me is like yo what you about to get from the library what <laughs> book you about to get? I'm like, fuck, you think she read it like that? He's like, of course, bro, you crazy. You like a bitch. <laughs> you fucking corny, dog. Yeah. I'm like, See, but- you should have been like, read me. Like- <laughs> Something oh clever, God. right? No, it's true, though. It's true. I See, I took it another way. I thought she was saying like she actually wasn't going to the library, and she didn't. She was like stumped. Like, she didn't know what the fuck nah. to say. Yes. Yeah. See, I, th- I would think that was cool. Like so naive. She's like, no, oh, I would think if a guy told, if a guy said he was going to the library, and, and, or, if, or if I was, and you asked, that's genuine interest. Right? Do you know how hot it is when a guy says, I'm going to the library to <laughs> a woman? She's like, Jesus Christ. It's the best. You read? That's why I'm thinking shit. I'm like LeBron. Sometimes I carry books on the train. They never cracked that bitch. <laughs> oh, my, I was just about to say that. There is nothing hotter than seeing a man on the subway reading a I book. I do it all the time. Hotter. I ain't got through the introduction yet. And I'm just like, I look, I'm like, good read. <laughs> no, Have you ever had a woman like say, like, what oh book God. were you reading? That would have been like, oh my God. I just finished that. <laughs> What's your favorite part? I'm like the climax. Yeah. You know, the antagonist, the antagonist of the whole idiot. story really was misunderstood. And I'm telling you, that line works for pretty much any book. And they're like, wow. I've never just seen somebody so enlightened. I'm like, so what's up with the pussy? Yeah. And, and, and quickly, because after that, you're educated. So you're like, I would like to smell your vagina. And she was like, just educate it. You know what oh I mean? It's pretty cool, man. It's like, it's, it's like that, um, Wedding ring experience, sociological experience, when, how men get more women who approach them when they wear a wedding ring than when they don't. You know what I mean? So they people do, and it's been it's been scientifically. This proven is why we need we need uh, mate therapy for kids because it's shit like that. Because that of, shit is so fucked up. Well, I'm sorry. Because wait, wait, wait. I know the study I'm is true. Just, oh, I was going to yes. say it's a study. I no, I'm, saying, <laughs> I'm saying this is why we have all these toxic people wandering the fucking planet when they need to be educated on how to have a fucking functioning relationship, not doing stupid shit like that. But listen, it's, it's stupid, but it's not stupid. And, and I'm telling you. It's not stupid for you. No, it's not stupid. But for but the woman, even the logic, dumb. Even the logic makes sense. And my mom's the one who gave me the logic. Now she, what is it? Because she's never agreed with adultery. And but she was like, men who have wedding rings on will always be more attractive to women, single women. Because? Because, because don't nobody want to eat at a restaurant with no cars parked outside. Yes, I said, right. baby. <laughs> she said, when you already have a wedding ring on, you've proven you can be committed. You've proven you can be loyal. Now, there are, now if you're an ancient man and you decide to cheat, that's that's the flaw on you. But the women want you because, think about it. Having, first of all, there are plenty of married men who don't even wear their wedding ring because they're they want to be a slut or whatever. Mm. But you have that shows I'm committed to this. I can commit to something. I'm stable financially and or now a good let me father. Go steal it from someone else. But that's, that's the thing. So, so women up. now they're like, well, damn, I would like something like that. So and they know that men ain't shit. So every single one of them ain't gonna turn down no free pussy. So hey, you miss a thousand beside the sentence of the shots you don't take. I got at least even if they're not being vulgar, like come fuck. They might say a little something just to see if you take the bait. And he's like, oh, he'll cheat. That's what I'm saying. That's that's where that comes from. Because mm-hmm. not every woman is actually trying to break up the home. Well, but a lot just, of them are competitive like that. Yeah, just they, as much as men. Yeah, because yeah. they're like, how the fuck? Because then they see the wife or they know the wife. And they're like, how the fuck did she get this man? And I'm out here single And I'm going to take him. Yeah, yeah, so now I want to see. I She ain't got what I don't got. Let's see if I can get her man. And that'll get you hurt. But it happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and it's the truth. That, that analogy my mom said when she said, I said, 
Nobody wants to eat at a restaurant with no cars parked out front. And that is the truth. And then people don't realize the cars, when the restaurants with no cars be the best restaurants. The hole in the walls, that's all the good shit's at. But I would get you, what you're saying. Would you deal with a married woman? Would have I you do? ever? Or have like, you? Because I'm going to say, fine. would you? I definitely have. I have to quit doing it. We know that. you have. I quit doing, <laughs> no, I quit doing that around... I think the last one I was married when I slept with, I think I was like 24, 20. And that was when I was started. Okay, well, that's I started to make a change mentally where I could feel. And it was all about karma. I was like, my nigga, yeah, you're single and you're fucking these married women. I was like, but put yourself in the husband's shoes. Like, you get finally get married and you find out your wife, or you walk in and your wife, I said, Phil, what's that? I'm like, I'm going to prison. Everybody in here dying. My wife fine. and the nigga. I'm killing everything because you disrespect in my house. Yeah. You got me fucked up. That's what I'm saying. So it's I don't know, but I I used to sleep a lot because I didn't. I was like I ain't doing shit. I'm single. You Plus want you, to be an I'm sure you would also feel like by the time you get married, like could I even trust this person? Because because I've seen I've, so many women. And you cheat. know what you've done. And yeah, like, and yeah, so that's what makes yeah. you think. So I was like, that's that's there's too many single women out here now. Boyfriends that ain't you know that ain't no oaf under God. So you can get, yeah you can get fucked. But a married woman, I just at this age in my life, I'm like I, I don't want to do that. No, that's tough because yeah. you know you know how deep that was, and it's like. I don't want to get caught up in that shit. The type of hurt. So you never, you've never done it. A married woman, no. I've had like weird situations. Like, um, I met this this lady. I was get like into 21, it. Get into it, baby. And I met her through a friend of mine. So okay, so I went to school with a friend, and I became really close with the family to the point where I became close with his mom. But just cool shit. Like I looked at her like a mom. Nothing crazy with her, but she had other friends, right? And one day, this um, I went with them to a bar. Because she came to a show, but um, she had, like, this one friend, like, <laughs> big booty, white chick, yeah. and, like, she was very tonight. Italian lady <laughs> not, from not Williamsburg. Enough. It was crazy. <laughs> and she was just, like, whatever. We started messing around. And then one day, I seen, okay, one day. Uh, another girl I was messing around with had told me a story about some girl we went to school with and how her mom slept with, like, her best friend. Some crazy <laughs> shit. I'm like, wow, that's wicked. Boom. I meet up with the older lady the next day. I go over her her house for the first time. Boom. I seen the a daughter. picture, yes, of the daughter. Like, you the one the fucking same. the youngins. Oh, And I my was God. like, who's that? She's like, oh, that's my daughter. I'm like. That's crazy. And then I just told <laughs> that's her. That's crazy. Was, you told her? Yeah, hell yeah. I was like, oh, that's crazy. Now I went to school with her. She was like, oh my God, not again. Oh, crazy. yeah. She wanted them old heads to be fucking the young bucks. Yo. There's always one in the hood for sure. There's always a baddie. And, she and she's was like elite. a bad older woman. Her sexual like energy was elite. I yeah. could not compete or keep you up never with her. You never came with them old cougars. She had like the strap on to the <laughs> wall shit. Whoa. She, she would fuck herself. Or she, yeah, well, she I'm was elite. She kept that out for yeah. like people to see? Yeah, nah, the people was coming to use it with her nah she was like she had it all the way and then like i came and like I, it's not like i'm i'm quick like i put in work yeah. but still this lady still she was ready more. to go but nigga, once, you, once you get to that that 38 40 range no, you she was fuck. she was 50 you fucking fuck she was yeah, yeah she was, you know yeah. what you like too she yeah you 50 and like she was like are you okay if i play with myself you're not gonna feel some type of way i was like nah, hell no i needed a break right that's how i be feel like so a lot of insecure men because i've had women they're like I pulled out my vibrator and like my boyfriend literally left. I'll be like, take that shit out. I mean, I literally, I asked my girl, I'm like, where? I said, where is Roy? Right, right, right. Go get that that's motherfucker. Do you think friend. that's an age thing? Because I've heard that as well. Yeah, I think it because you're like, well, if you got that, what do you need me for? But when you're older and you're a real man, you're like, baby, I can't do what the electronic jackhammer <laughs> can do. And he can't do it. But guess what? If I'm in you while I'm using this on you, now... It's, you got everything you've ever wanted. It's the type of pleasure where she was like, this man ain't afraid. Right. He's that he know I ain't going nowhere. It's, that's an insecure thing, and it turns women off. Well, I so think. that's, I'm sorry to cut you off. That, that's interesting, because there was another comic who was on this podcast, Real Battle, right? And we used to have these conversations all the time, because he said he would actually bring them over, like bring vibrators I ain't doing stuff. that type of chore. No, no, yeah, no. Y'all be walking with a bag of dicks. No, but, that one, you know, that ain't never. <laughs> right, that's right. I'm not pulling up. Right. I'm not pulling up. No, but I was like, I said that. I was the one thinking the opposite. Like, wait, don't you feel weird about like her wanting another that's object? Like, if I got to bring them bitches to you, I feel yo, some type of way. That's but, like he's already coming through the door, already knowing. Like, I'm not enough. 
Yeah. It's different like No, but he was the one that was like open to it. And I was the one thinking like, damn, why would you, you don't feel insecure about that? Like I was. No, the reason it feels different is because if you were really into it, you'd already have your own vibrator. So why am I having to bring a vibrator? So it's like, you know, I ain't going to get the job done. So I need you to bring some help. I think he had like multiple toys or something he would bring. But what? What nigga you know got multiple fucking (laughs) vibrators? What do you know? (laughs) That's that's what I'm saying. I don't know too many men who just keep. Because what what if if somebody finds them at your house and the girl ain't there? Now I got to talk to my boy like, hey, I know what it looks like. No. (laughs) <laughs> there's no there's no fighting that like that it just okay if i i'm confident enough to bring what i have in general yeah but if you have a toy you're already accustomed to that that's different but if i'm bringing it with me that's like a clutch yeah, yeah. that's like i know my dick ain't enough so I yeah and these is brand shit. new so you don't even know how these work so how you know it ain't enough yeah you don't like me. That's sanitary too. You know he's used it on other girls. That's just uh, right. That's what I would think too. So you, because if you, because if it's not brand new, I would have to say. Right, so you right. just keep dicks at your house. That's a whole nother conversation. That's, yeah, right. So I, I hope I'm not misconstruing that conversation because it was a couple years ago. I think he said he brought it. He just had like sex toys that he would bring. Yeah. But I was the one that well, was like old school him, about I, it. I would like to no, ask no. personally. How many dicks do you keep at right. your house, fam? Right. <laughs> Sizes and ranges or just <laughs> colors to, to bring back, like, I think it's all sexual experience. I think at some point, everybody just you should want to hit a point where you feel like all that fucking sex shit that I was chasing as a young person. I, I sort of lived that shit. It don't get any crazier. Like, uh, you have to keep yourself at a certain level, but mm. I feel like that's where the confidence of like intimacy comes from. Like, if your girl's taking out a toy to play with herself. Sex is more than just like y'all fucking and then y'all come. It's like y'all y'all sort of like sometimes good sex is like You're I'm so masturbating, she's masturbating. We're next to each other. We're like embracing each other's company while we whatever climax. Mm-hmm. And if she got to take out a toy, fine. Like, but I think if you feel like as a man you didn't get enough sex and shit, that's where that insecurity of like you don't need a toy. I'm enough. It's like nah. At some point you just realize like everybody got some type of masturbation level where I can't hit that shit. Yeah. And if that's what you need, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, that's, my girl's cool as shit like that. Because I remember the first time my girl caught me jacking off, I was nervous as a motherfucker because I've been with women where yeah. you watching porn, they catch you, and they're like, so you would rather watch the porn and come fuck me? Yeah. But the thing is, my girl's cool, because I don't do it very often, but I used to get nervous. And she called me, she was like, why did you cover up? I was like, because it's embarrassing. She was like, you jacking off is embarrassing. She was like, I mean, you can always come in here and, and get it if you need it. She was like, but I have no problem with that. Because, I mean, yeah, I, I, honestly, sometimes I just want to watch the porn because I don't got to do no foreplay. I, ain't gonna, I can beat this meat in two minutes flat right. and then get me a nut and go to sleep. That's all I wanted. I wasn't trying to kiss on you and nuzzle. Right. So that's why but I was never used to that type of comfort because women are very insecure. So they see that like, so you'd rather watch these bitches. I had and that I've happen. Never, I'm not, and the thing is, they, I've gotten in trouble. So that was the first time she was like, Watch porn if you want to watch fucking porn. Well, so but it, so I wish that I th- wish that situation that happened to me would have happened as an adult because it happened to me when I was young and he chose porn over me. So like I would try. Right, you were awake because that's different. My girl I sleep. Would, and I ain't want to no, wake no, no, her no, up. No, 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 no. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, yes, he would. He would rather masturbate and watch porn. There was a lot. It was a lot more I didn't know at the time, and I had to make sense of it later. But he had a scar on his penis. So I he felt didn't. uncomfortable, like being in an intimate situation, and I w- I felt really rejected. They went a little deep on the circumcision, huh? Say what you get. No, you he got he got it caught in his pants in high school. Ooh. I mean, we've all done a little zippers. No, it was scrubbing. like hardcore. It was like, and it was a. <laughs> I like that shit just really hurt my yeah, it hurt my dick. So I was like, like to the point where it left a scar. Like yeah. you know, you've had a scab, but like we got to stitch you. That's it bad. looked like an uncased no, sausage. It, it was. It was. It was a sight. It was a sight. Wait, did you I see had to, it? So did he wouldn't. He wouldn't let me see it in the light. So one time when he was really, really deep asleep, I went. And I was like, I gotta see this shit. So I went and I fucking looked, Such and I was like, assault. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Was it grotesque? It or did it feel like a ribbed condom? <laughs> it, it it felt it, you felt the scar. Which way was you the felt scar? The, that way okay, or straight I'm going, down? I, okay, I'm sorry, our listeners. I like I drew it one time for the comic, and they were dying laughing. But it went like this. Was it? So it wasn't like it was. It like, was like a plateau in the middle. Oh, like it went like this, and then there was like a flat space in the middle. So if we're looking at a football, it, you got the laces, and then this is the cross lace. 
No. Like, if this is the no. penis, the scar was that way? No, it, like, went in, like, there was, like, a, it went in, and then there was, like, a flat piece oh, in the middle. Oh, they made him a new dick. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That was a builder dick. <laughs> nigga, that nigga. It's like, nigga, why do you have a right so angle get, on your penis? Like, now as an adult, I can say I get why he was embarrassed about Okay, but now that you're an adult, if you saw that and you liked him, would you but, still suck the scar? He There was no oral. He wouldn't even let me. Of course not. God, he keloid. <laughs> but he got it fixed. <laughs> he apparently got it fixed. And we started having sex normally for a little bit. And then he he couldn't hide the porn I'm anymore. He couldn't hide the porn anymore. It was everywhere. And I got up my stuff and I left. There's a woman out there loving him. Like everywhere. See, it was. What you said? What was, was everywhere? All, there were scars everywhere? No. Oh, he Phil, had just everywhere. Yeah, of course, because he was so embarrassed to show his dick. He couldn't. So he no, this was after he got it fixed. It was almost like he couldn't take hiding anymore. He couldn't take it. Like everything that he was trying to hide, all of a sudden he was just like, fuck it. Nigga had a trans penis. Mm. Yeah. He's had to let it out. <laughs> anyway, let's Woo! get back to our guests. We know. <laughs> oh, you know that's how they do it when you trans. When they chop the meat off, they take the, they cut the meat and then they take your ball sack and make a vagina out. They flip it inside you like a little little cum pocket. But it has to shrink first, right, from the hormones. Well, I don't know. I'm taking, but I'm assuming it does shrink. But yeah, they t- the ball sack is the pussy. They take the meat shaft, then they take your sack. But isn't it a muscle? Where does the muscle go? You think go? your ball? Oh, you're a No, not you your balls. Oh, my baby, them is not muscles. Oh, my they God. They hang and they sway. Oh, and no. And you can't fucking clench them. I'm talking about your schlong. That's not a muscle either. It's an organ. And, the, it, you know, because you can flex. Like, that's penises only get hard because the blood flows into it. That's what makes an erection is blood comes from your body. That's why when you have a hard dick too long, niggas like, I'm lightheaded. Sometimes you ain't got enough blood left in your brain. That's why you. That's why when you're horny, super horny, he's like, I'm not thinking straight. People think that's yeah, bullshit. It's a real thing because yeah, all the blood yeah, is yeah. rushed to your dick, yeah. and it's sitting there like a baby leg, yeah. and you over there like oh, two plus seven is twelve. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you don't fucking know. Facts. That's yeah. why high school is so crazy because that's like peak horniness, and you're like you you just. Started really getting horny, and you you have to focus on shit. I could not. And you get boners focus. for no reason. Yeah. You ain't got to be around no. Does bitches. that ever happen as an adult still? Uh, sometimes, but it's not good for no reason. It's because be I've done, I've done, I've had a flashback <laughs> of, of one of them sessions. You got to be like, you got to be peak healthy, like your diets. Right? Yeah, for that to happen. But as a child, nothing has happened. I mean, you can be doing the pledge of allegiance, and that bitch is like, I'm a salute Yo, too. Crazy <laughs> facts. And the thing is, the worst. Is anytime, you know, in South Carolina, especially in high school, I wouldn't dress tonight. You wear basketball shorts yeah. or whatever. And literally, that direction would come in algebra. <laughs> Mr. Duckett, what is cosine and tangent? Come to the board. Right. And I remember the oh first time it happened, God. I was like, I don't know. Because I, I mean, my dick is so hard, and I was, and I didn't really know what to do. And that's, and I remember literally just taking my notebook with me and like sliding it off the desk, <gasps> just holding it in front while I went to the board. And then my boy was like, fuck is you doing over? I was like, chill, 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 chill. And then you quickly learn how to holster that motherfucker. Everybody yeah, tucks it in it. high noon. You tuck it in your in your belt buckle or in your waistband. And that's so you so literally when I have an erection. Like at the start of the day or, no, or when it, it's happening? Well, you, well, I don't know how big your dick is, but uh on soft, I can't just tuck my bitch in the waistband and he ain't rocking like that. But when he's hard, no, you tuck in the waistband can, at, at you straight can, 12 o'clock. You, you just, can do that. Without people knowing? It's just one quick swipe. Just oh. And the thing is, so when your waistband, if someone would ever lift up your shirt, you would see the head of your dick right under your belly button. But but that but the waist, <laughs> but, that's, that's how you do it. And then, then people, you look, yeah, that's how you are able to walk around and function. Because you know how women, like even my little sister's like, I don't know how y'all walk around with those things. Yeah, you don't. And certain times, you have to fucking find ways yeah. to walk away from them because he'll give you away. <laughs> Now, if I'm wearing gray sweatpants, I let that motherfucker stay stiff because I'm oh over here advertising shit. I'm like, you see what he do to you? Oh but God. no, as a rule, when you're like a bit like the worst is being in a suit or like dress pants. Yeah. Oh, you look mad, bro. Like when yeah. that thing come on, you're like, yeah, you and see. And it looks it. mad unprofessional because you're in a suit. Gray sweatpants, you look like. You yeah, know, you look like you're supposed boy. to have a hard dick. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're supposed to have you know, a hard dick. Business pants, you look like you A do pervert. That. Sexual yeah. harassment. Yep. You're just over here showing shit. You can see the ridge and everything. It's fucked up. Yeah. I learned a breathing technique. Like, in school, I used to think, yo, you know what it is? I'm breathing hard. All, all the blood flow is going there. If I just control my breathing, 
And little by little, I felt the erection going down. I learned huh. that shit like in 10th grade. Good tip you know for the kids, I huh? I used to think about <laughs> the worst thing possible that would maybe not arouse me. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where there was nothing vulgar. I, was, I started, and I was like, my grandma used to play basketball in a dress. And I started thinking like old 19 video, 1900 videos. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> 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 Whew, no, thank God. Good yeah, good to go. Granny playing basketball in a dress. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that would be it. I'd be with Laura. Yeah, but it's always, it's, I think breathing, anything that gets your mind Off, in, yeah. into just the nothing. You have yeah. to just get nothingness in your head. It's like, oh, because naturally, it's not natural. Your blood don't want to stay in there. It's right. the thoughts and shit that keep it pumping there. So I think that, that definitely, it's whatever you think about it. Whenever you get an erection or arousal, even women, have you ever seen a woman get up and leave a little... Hug like a little wet, a little flustered. Yes, what? I've seen that a couple times, and I'm not gonna lie. I mean, if they're disgusting, but I've seen some hot ones. Where I was just like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh. like, yeah. how do you know she didn't get her cycle? It would be red. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been red waters. <laughs> it was clear, and I just how you smell it. You're like, no fish. Oh. <laughs> God, what am I doing here? I hate it. I hate it here. I, I hate it here. You know, some people oh smell seats. I don't do that. I just like somebody oh was hot. My God, <laughs> it's finger licking good. All right. So before you got in your relationship, you said you had some wild dating mm-hmm. stories. Let me hit that one time. Hold on. Yeah, got you. So all right. So there was this girl that I had the biggest crush on in high school. Right. So in high school, I was into. BBWs and this and that. You grew out of it. I, I wouldn't say I grew out of it, but it just taste change. I still there. like mine's a little thick. <laughs> my girl's not a BBW, so I'd be wrong for coming up here talking about I like BBWs. <laughs> right, that's true. That's I like true. I like how my girl's shaped type okay. of shit. But high school, I was into BBWs, and this girl I was always into her. But she was a senior when I was like a sophomore. But I used I was funny and like I just never, I just was never assertive. You know, like it was. I was always friend zone myself type of shit. I did that my Aww. whole life. Right. I was. Never, I was always. I didn't start figuring who I, who I was. I was in my twenties, but high school, I was the joke. I was the guy who would do your homework if because I thought she liked me. Right. And type then of you shit. Would take the homework and then go fuck the guy that I was hanging out with. You, know? you were like a three sixty different person. No, no, it's not. I I say it all the time after any threesome I've had, or I'm like. If 15-year-old Phil could see me now. He wouldn't believe it. No, he wouldn't. That's a fact. I remember thinking, I was like, damn, is women ever going to, like, fuck with me? Cause I And I used to really be yeah, fucked. Because I, I was just like, I just don't think it's in my cards. And I remember one of the hottest girls in school who was really nice to me, even though she would never get me, but she was really nice. And she was like, it ain't that you ugly, Phil. She was like, you know, you like my dad. Like, you the type of dude I want to <laughs> marry. Like, you don't want to just fuck off. you like, you'd be the dude you settle down with. And I quickly changed that mm-hmm. for them. Because I was sure like, did. you think that's what you want. But no, but I, I get what they were saying because I, I was, I, you know, Dockers and Apollo and, you know, TI-83 calculator. I was very articulate. I and think, it changes. I think it just, I wasn't willing to accept that my confidence came from that. I was funny. Like, I really was just banking on getting in good shape and my confidence would come from that I, I look good, I felt good. But like, then I just hit some point I went on a juice fast, and I lost mad weight, this and that. And then the weight, it creeps back slowly. I'm going to say, you quit drinking the juice, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it was a while ago, man. <laughs> and all that juice, man. I'm like, what is you drinking, nigga? Now, definitely different I types cannot. of juices. <laughs> Tropicana's. Nigga drinking gin and juice now, shit. Oh, my God. Let him finish the story. Jesus Christ. I knew I was going to have bubble. Right there. Uh, so, but I noticed that the confidence that I wanted from being whatever shape that I was back then, it never left, even though the weight grew back. And then I found myself at peak confidence, but not at peak physical shape type mm. of shit. And I'm like, yo, I don't need to fucking like, then I started looking up to Biggie, like real shit. Like, I'm like, yo, fat bro, Joe, fat Joe, was like, these niggas did. But here's what I'm t- no, I think I still want to lose weight for myself to be for healthy. health purposes mm-hmm. so you can have a long life. But my confidence comes from just realism, not this fake shit where I'm like, I need to be this. Nah, it's like, yo, I'm I handle my business, mm. I look good, I dress good. Could I eat better? Sure, but I eat good. Women like that too, like mm-hmm. you know, and that's what like, I found as I got older I, because. Well, I mean, you got to think, though. I don't, how old are you? 28. 
Okay, so I mean, six years is different. So not crazy, crazy. We kind of we watch the same Nickelodeon for the most right. part. But you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, <laughs> but like growing up in the '90s, it was just like models, six pack, bang, bang, bang. Yeah, this yeah, is what women crazy. want. This Fights is what the, back for, yeah. yeah, this is. And the older I got, because I used to, I was, I was big. My this is the best I've ever looked. Am I like as I've gotten older, I've gotten better. But as a kid, I was always fat, short. I'm, I'm, I had to wear husky jeans, but I wasn't tall, so my mom used to have to hem them, so I'd have a cuff right. on the bottom of my jeans. I was not who they was looking for, you know? Right, right. They was never like, Phil, save some pussy for the rest of us. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, that's who, you know, it was just like, who the fuck is Phil? Right, so right. I just, I just never thought I had it. And my mom, you know, I remember fifth grade, I asked every girl to the dance, they all said no. I went home crying, I didn't even go to the dance. Yeah, and my mom, I remember she, she sat me down because... I was like, only old women think I'm good looking. And that's because at church, I'd always get my cheeks pinched. Oh, my God. It was never women my age. I didn't understand it. My mom said, you're what's known as a late bloomer. She said, the older you get, the finer you're going right. to get. She said, I'm just right. telling you that right now. I can just see it because you are very good looking. She's yeah, the like, people that peaked in high school They are like the worst now. people. Yeah. Ever. Every yeah. person yeah. I want in high school, I go on Facebook. I'm like, my Lord, right. how the tables have turned. <laughs> right. And they all like, I am so feels proud you're great. in New York. I'm like, and I'm so proud you stayed in South Carolina because <laughs> you don't need to leave the trailer park. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. And that's the difference. Like, you don't get that. And then the older I got and you kill yourself to have. So, you know, I played college sports, so I really was in shape. But even still, not like I am now. And But I still don't want a six-pack. I have a gut. I found out the better women I've ever dealt with, they prefer bellies. The hottest chicks I've ever met, they're like, I don't want no motherfucker with a six-pack. Every man you've ever met with a six-pack is a fucking asshole because you have to be obsessed with something. When you have that, nigga, you got to watch what you eat, what time you eat, what time you sleep. They don't have fun. People who have six-packs do not have, like, they don't drink, they don't smoke, which well, is cool. They know That's not fun to them. But I'm just saying they're very anal retentive. They have itineraries. I get that. I get that. But you can be healthy, but just not healthy. If you're, with a six any pack. guy that's in the gym every single day is like red flag. To right. Me. But I like having a little gut because literally the best. They're like, I like having something to hold on to when I'm riding. And they use me like a stirrup on a thoroughbred. <laughs> can we let him finish? Can we let him finish his story, please? He uh, brought it out. And he said he wanted to talk. We're going to have a talk. Uh, oh, so then, um, boom. Uh, she went on like this diet and lost crazy weight, right? So she hit peak confidence that she wanted, but I was always still into her, whatever. And I, little did I know that I had a chance for it, just never, whatever. After high school, I reached what I wanted, what I thought I needed to be confident. Boom, I hit her up. We meet up, right? And I'm thinking it's a date. Shit, I, I asked her on a date. Yo, so women really like talking to me because I listen. I'm really good at listening mm -hmm. and shit. So that's where you can fall into the friend zone if you don't assert who you are because then you just become somebody cool to talk to. Mm. Right, so boom, I'm thinking it's a date. Meanwhile, she this is a venting session for her. Yo, uh, Please don't tell me about another dude. Another yeah. dude. Yeah, and, and it gets crazier because I could be salty, but then, yo, I went home with like... So she starts talking about this guy that she was fucking around with that she really loves and that he hasn't been the same. So now I'm trying to flip it in my head like, oh, this revenge sex, right? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. But then she goes, yeah, you know, and I feel bad because, you know, he just got into an accident. I'm like, oh, okay. She's like, it was a car accident. He lost his legs. Oh. Lost his legs or life? No, his legs. Oh, I was going to say life. He got a chance. Yeah, nah, uh. he lost his legs. But check this out. I go, damn, that's recent. Because now I'm like, damn, this is really bad revenge sex. I'm like, this is karmic. But she goes, no, this happened seven months ago. I'm like, oh, wow. And now I'm thinking, wow, this motherfucker, she can talk shit all she wants. Stupid confident in my head. I'm like, you lose your legs, but still, she stays around. And I'm like, what's changed? I'm thinking maybe he lost confidence. She goes, nah, he's starting to sleep around. I'm like, wow. Whoa. I'm like, this dude is and she was man. bad. And she was bad. She was bad. Yeah. And like, she was like... She was starting That's telling a me, twist I was not expecting. Right, right. Started sleeping around. And she goes, Can't walk around, but sleeping around. Right. Oh. <laughs> Crazy. That's what I can We're going thinking. to hell for laughing at that. That was so funny, Phil. Oh, Crazy. my God. And he's just. How? I, I know. And my, that's what I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, here I am giving myself every excuse in the book to not be confident in myself. Yeah. To not love myself. This dude lost his legs. Like, and he's like extra loving himself. Yeah. Maybe even toxically, but like, maybe. Maybe he's and, taking the pity thing. Let me like tell you something. Somebody, somebody was. Like, he wants to get all the ass he can. I was 20. Yeah, I was 20. She was 22. He must have been 23. To go through an accident like that, he probably thinking, I want to live my life. He should have broke up with her. 
But he probably like, no, nah, I want to live my life. I'm going to get all the bitches that I ever want. I'm like, well, Julio, maybe about he... the connection you have with somebody that oils your nubs. You don't find that anybody. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> that's a level of commitment you know that is a find fact. In, on, on Instagram. We know this. That I, but he can I'm reach him himself, no? Girl, would you want to oil your own nubs? At 23, would you think like that, though? No, I'd you probably ready. wouldn't I, want I, I would someone touching roll myself go off my building. Nubs and go yeah. get, you know? I, I don't know. I don't even know if they, I'd look at my nubs and probably vomit. It takes a strong Knock ass wood. person. No, please don't ever let that. At twenty three, it takes. So a I'm saying you have to have a will to, to live. Know, like this person really loves me. Twenty three, you don't think like that. No. Twenty three, no. Think to cheat yeah. on somebody that's loyal with no legs, and with no guarantees of finding somebody else, is a level of confidence we can only aspire. But is Thank it you. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Sure, like, but bro, is really... it confidence, or do you think he was trying to sabotage her so that she would leave him? So she won't be stuck with a legless. Yeah. Limp. As we get Damn. older, I will say he was delusional, fucked up, and right now he probably who knows where he's at now. He's yeah. Probably lost. Probably at the VA hospital. That's not what I'm thinking at twenty. At twenty, I'm thinking, yo, I will never ever look in the mirror and doubt myself again. Good. That's what I went home with. He's a dick. I'm not giving him no credit. I'm just saying right. there are dudes out here that go through an accident and got this girl sitting on the side burner. Now she's using me to vent to. Nah, my confidence needs to peak. But that just you, shows you a testament through. to a woman's love, though. Yeah. That is if a you, fact. You used to stay with a chicken nugget that's cheating on you. It's fucking... Wow. Because she did not... <laughs> that date went nowhere that night. She got what she needed. And she went back to her nugget. Yeah. Crazy, right? She went back to her nugget. It has to be the day with the pocket. <laughs> oh, my God. We're going straight to hell. Well, he's Julio. with us. He was yeah, shit too. Yeah, you can't be cheating and no legs, motherfucker. You think you're getting in with that? He said, baby, I try to take everything. Crazy. Thank you for that story. That was wild twist and turn. I was not expecting. Uh, this has been very fun. Thank you for coming. We got to. T- I've never really gotten a chance to talk to you before, so this has been yeah, fun. She asked me, like, do you know who they are? I was like, I know who they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you give everybody your socials and all that stuff where they can find you? And you have a Netflix special out. Yeah, so I'm somehow, I got really lucky. I managed to get Julio Diaz comedy on every single social media, even my website, my YouTube. So Julio Diaz comedy on everything. And um, if you go to YouTube, the, the, the they put out the special on their Netflix is a joke channel. So just Sweet. put in Julio Diaz Netflix. My man. You're going to be in Chicago, uh, right? Yeah, yes. Oh, also, we're taking a break next week, so there won't be no episode next week after this. But there'll be, there might be two clips for you. Yeah, so, we might uh, do that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and then March 4th through 6th, I am in Chicago, Stanford, Connecticut. Y'all don't owe me a motherfucking thing. Where are you going to be? Do you, where, uh, I'm going to be at the Comedy Bar, and I'll be at the Laugh Factory. But just hit me on the gram if you want the uh, dates and times that are still getting worked out. But I'll be at both those places March 4th through the 6th. Amazing. Thank you all for listening. Do you have crazy stories? We want to hear them. You can either let us know at IG, on our IG page. <laughs> you can hit us on our fucking... <laughs> See? So hit us up on our IG page, Dating App Disasters, or on Dating App Disasters Podcast at gmail.com. That's just some old nasty shit. Y'all know what y'all like to hear. <laughs>